A nudnik, a real bum. The bad clowns freak him out. It's some guy you know. It's some it's guy a you know. It's some guy you know. If you don't know, then you'll find out real soon. It's some guy you know. It's some guy you know. It's some guy you know. In it. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where, uh, frankly, I was shocked to discover that there's a brand new Indiana Jones movie I never knew about, and I'm a little bit angry at my co-host for not telling me. But we discuss it <laughs> 62 seconds at a time in this podcast. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter. And I'm Professor Mary Christine Elizabeth Joan <laughs> Porter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, new Indiana Jones movie. I, I wasn't expecting this. Um, and there's a few changes. Uh, we get the MGM lion to start it off with. Uh, I was wondering maybe the lion in the last the crusade. Paramount lion. It's the Paramount oh right, lion. right. obviously the Paramount yeah. lion. Is it one lion or is it two lions? Like on the train in Last Crusade. I think it's the second lion from Last Crusade in that one shot. Yeah. Okay. Like an yeah, alternate okay. lion. Like he's a standard. Uh, yeah. He's not the most important yeah. lion. Yeah. Okay. Tonight, playing the role of the MGM lion is <laughs> there. You go. I don't know, Coco or whatever. <laughs> Coco. Scruffy. They always got to be Coco, Tommy, don't they? <laughs> Can't you it's get over that? A wonderful name for any animal. <laughs> Look at Coco go. <laughs> and then we immediately go to uh, produced by Orion Pictures, and this is interesting because they made some famously just terrible pictures, like Caddyshack. Um, and then they, wait, they wait, also... wait, 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 wait. With the lovely strains of Kenny Loggins over space. And what more do you want? How dare you? How dare you? And then they also very famously passed on Raiders of the Lost Ark because they thought it was too big a budget. So I'm wondering. Well, if... look, they came back for this yeah. one. They're, they're good. I think they're, this is their attempt they're... to make good. Yeah. Well, thank goodness. And I, I, yeah. And I think that uh, Steven Spielberg was kind of giving Paramount the middle finger here. They would not let. Harrison Ford have a perm during the filming of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and I think this is oh, the main right. reason that he jumped ship. So I'll be curious. Yeah. I'm going to say this was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think I wish we could have Raiders with the perm. If we could go back and like yeah. live in that quantum reality where they did let him have the perm, that would have been kind of sweet because this is looking pretty good here so far. And glasses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you have glasses? I didn't yeah. see the glasses yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, what we call like, uh, you know, in the field glasses oh sure field glasses i have to admit that uh you know i'm enjoying this so far i'm only watching this like a minute at a time since it's the new one like mm-hmm. i don't want to like spoil yeah it yeah myself. me too but i am thrown here in the very beginning like harrison ford's name hasn't even shown up but we get weird al yankovic yeah. I mean, is that uh hmm. it is it's it's i mean i guess it's like stunt casting or something or like it's all you know it's like they put you know, they put like some special actor like in the, in a prominent place in the thing. It's almost like, or it's like Marlon Brando gets top billing over Christopher Reeve and Superman. You know, like Gene Hackman oh, does sure. too. Sure, maybe it's that kind of thing. Absolutely. Like he's, maybe he's the villain in this or something, and but he's the top dog, so he gets top billing. I don't know. See, I think he could be the the villain. I mean, it's it's especially you know, Weird Al. Yeah. You know he's not he's not conservative Al. No, never, never conservative. So it's going to be next Al. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I could see I could see that it might be a bad uh, you know maybe it's a little bit like uh, Temple of Doom where it's and starring. Yeah. You know, but they save that a little bit later. Yeah. Well, don't they reserve that for British actors? You know, when they don't 
all the actors. Weird Al yeah. is actually British, yeah. right? He's act- I think he, yeah. he fakes the American accent. Oh, I think you're right. I was it was I think I was like 20 before I found that. Yeah, out. yeah. I'd, I'd had like every one of his albums. I didn't realize he was British until like I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't Fat, argue maybe? with Pete. Pete must be right about that. Yeah. It's on the uh, yeah. the uh, Weird Al Wikipedia page or the Weird Al Wiki. Yeah, the weird the weird key. So weird key. <clears throat> you can actually hear oh. it a little bit. His his he, sometimes he loses the accent a little bit and it cracks like uh, in in the in the extended part of the video for fat. Uh, he's like, he says, you ain't fat, you ain't fat. Like, it, like it, it, the, the British cracks here just That's a right. little bit. You, you ain't fought, you ain't fought. I remember there that. You, you ain't fought. Yeah, you're absolutely. What right. are you on about? You ain't nothing. <laughs> um, you know, but there's something a little non-John Williamsy about this. What's happening? Yeah. No, this is. I don't uh, want to say anything. I'm wondering if right. I. Uh, yeah, I wonder if we're, is it possible that maybe uh, I, don't I know, think maybe, maybe some corners were cut. No, he, guys... he must have had a cold <laughs> when he was directing this one and scoring it. <laughs> Wasn't feeling up to snuff. I don't know. You guys complained a lot in some of the the Indiana Jones movies we've done, we've covered so far that he's a little bit conservative and you repeat a lot of themes. And I think this is him really uh... getting a little edgy. He's trying some new stuff. I think I think like John oh, Cage. maybe I liked it better when he was just spinning his wheels. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was just ripping off Mahler. <laughs> these are some, these yeah. are some glorious kind of swelling strains here. I think this might be one of his best works. I don't know. Well, I will have to get a little. I'm also watching it one minute at a time, but it's going to be this kind of movie where Pete just loves every blessed oh thing in the God. whole thing, and <laughs> yeah. Jerry and I just <laughs> struggle to. Yep. I'm going to go down that yep. dead end road called Hook. But, oh, <laughs> we agreed yeah. at the beginning we weren't going to talk yeah, about gloves it. come off. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we get uh, UHF appears on the screen, and I I, I wasn't yeah. sure is that uh, Oleolating Hovito's Firebird? I, I, that might be the treasure <laughs> yes. he's seeking. That's I'm not right. sure. Yeah. Or it's also I, British. I, I oh <clears throat> yeah, just a British code. Yeah, is it is it a, is it like think... oof? Like the British always say, <laughs> it's uh, oof under. Her Majesty's finger. <laughs> no, I, I think I think yeah. that this is where they are. This is where this is the exotic lo, locale. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, but, oh, but they didn't give the year at the same time. They just say the no. Place, they didn't give the, the year. That comes at the later. Same time. Okay. We're still guessing on that. Yeah. I mean, the the perm sort of alluded to that. Hmm. But They're setting us up for another <clears throat> switcheroo. Yeah. yeah, they're good at that. Huh. I want to like this, and I want to be into it, but I'm a little weirded out. I I, I feel funny. I think I think this is uh, I I don't know. I have a feeling this is going to be kind of classic Spielberg. I think he's he's going back to the well a little bit. He uh, he made Last Crusade as kind of an apology for Temple of Doom, and I think maybe this is his apology for uh, Crystal Skull. I think he's going back to what he knows works in Raiders, and this is uh, I don't know. I'm prepared for just a, a really glorious Spielberg movie here. I don't know. It's a little on the nose. I don't want to freak out Pete because I know he's he's into this movie already. But I mean, didn't didn't Orion go out of business in like the early '90s or something? Well, like, it's oh. the what is pan, this, what the is, pan what am of, exactly? Uh... Like literally, what are we watching? <laughs> what? I feel like I went to Blockbuster and my my mom said, "Oh, here I got you Star Wars," but she got me like you know I don't know space losers or something. <laughs> no, I just I just go back to uh, now you're just throwing your mom under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you did just throw your mom under the bus. Yeah. No, I just keep thinking of E.T. when uh, Mary is famously reading to little Gertie. She's reading Peter Pan. She says, just believe. All you have to do is believe. 
And I, I believe. Oh, I it is about is. Hook. It is about Hook for you, isn't it? <laughs> <Boy, yeah. laughs> I don't like where this is going. Oh, hey, guys. I'm glad you can make it. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, hey. Whoa. What? Huh? What's going on? Have you guys hey, been here long? Something's wrong with my, uh... What? I don't know. This is, it's this is uh... Jonathan Carlyle. What? Yeah, it's Jonathan, and uh, and David's here, oh, too. Hey. We were going to record uh, for our UHF minute, but, uh... I, I believe uh, it's pronounced You guys oof. are already here, right? Yeah, <laughs> you must oof. mean oof. Why, Jonathan, <laughs> I think you've got this wrong. David, are you here? Oh, I, I'm definitely here. I uh, just, I'm trying to uh, uh, suss out what's going on. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> Have you been here the whole time, David? I just came in a little bit ago. Um, uh, I think uh, there may be a little misunderstanding here. Um, I hear you guys uh, talking about this being a British film. Yeah, I believe yeah, it was. I thought it filmed at Elstree right. Studios. I mean, I'm sorry, Sir Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, let me let me go ahead and uh, just uh, set the the ship straight a little bit. It's, it's uh, this is actually a French production. Oh, oh, I did not oh, so see that oof. coming. <laughs> oof. 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 oof, yeah, oof, oof. oof. yes. Sorry, I got to blow my nose here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> are, are, I mean, I, I, I'm not buying. I'm, I'm still. I'm not sure. I'm convinced. Uh, next thing you're going to say is that imaginary entertainment is not the proto version of Amblin. Uh, it's not. What? Oh, <laughs> what sort of what sort of hijinks have we gotten ourselves into? Yeah, I'm wondering that myself. I was all excited for a new Indiana Jones movie, and uh, with and a perm, I just feel funny in my stomach. Yeah, oh. with the. Perm. I figured somebody stole Indiana Jones Five, like it was out. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of you guys stole it. One of those early copies. Yeah, the rough cuts. Well, suppose you sh- you show us how it's not an Indiana Jones movie. Well, that's going to be a little bit tough to do. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, but uh, at least as long as you guys are here. But yeah, we did want to have uh, somebody else here that knew what we were talking about. But uh, but I guess you guys are already here. So so uh, if you don't mind, we'll just keep going with it. This is the movie UHF. It was 1989. It is uh, Orion, and yes, Orion did go bankrupt shortly thereafter. Hmm. Uh, oh! <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they call that the short Caddyshack effect, right? <laughs> shortly thereafter, you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this. Uh, as much as people love this movie, maybe you guys haven't heard of it, but. Uh, um, it does star Weird Al. It is a, a spoof on Indiana Jones. You're going to see a lot of similarities, and 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 uh, you're going to see some things that aren't so similar. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride. Uh, I was doing a lot of comparison. And, whoa, and it's whoa, very... whoa! Hold on, Jonathan. Jonathan, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just need to interrupt. It's Neil Brown here whoa, from whoa. the Mogwai Minute. What's going on, guys? I just got to tell you, I hate this movie. I watched it through the other day. I didn't laugh a single time. Not one laugh, guys. Not one laugh. Wow. Yeah. What does VHF mean anyway? <laughs> egg. It's French for egg. You'd think a Brit would have a little more respect for Sir Weird Al. Well, unless it's a French film, then, then he's probably justified. Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, I forgot you are yeah. right. Well, I, I'm sorry that Neil so rudely interrupted you, Jonathan. You were saying <laughs> how many how many people are in this room right now? And <laughs> <laughs> how, how many in. of them are British? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait! Everybody that's here 
Raise your hand. <laughs> oh, here I am. <laughs> All of them or just one? Good point. So what is the what's what is the count on how many people are here? I think Neil just uh, <laughs> took a powder. He's got he, he had to run. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, bye Neil. Thanks for showing bye. up. If he was ever here. <laughs> That's weird that he showed up and he knew what we were talking about, but you guys were already here and you didn't you didn't really know. We're kind of like anyway. that. So who's thing it's not that surprising. <laughs> yeah. Christy nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, earlier on, uh, Tom, didn't I hear you say something about Coco, the lion? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the MGM lion Coco. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Paramount Lion, Coco. I don't have that one on my list, but uh, I do have that the the MGM Lion, they've had, what, I think seven or eight different ones. They started with Slats, and then it went to Jackie, and then Telly and Coffee, so that's pretty close to Coco, I guess. Coffee! There. Um, yeah, there they had go. Tanner, they had George, oh. and then they had Leo. <laughs> Leo is the, the most recent one. They've always called him... Or, They've called the MGM Lion Leo the Lion, but it's only been the most recent one. It was actually the Lion was actually named Leo. He's been going since 1957. Wow, no that's way. an old lion. Yeah, that's a wow. really yeah. old lion. Is that even possible? Who am I to judge? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what the internet says. So okay. it's got to be true. It's got to wow. be. I'm a little weirded out that one of them was named Tanner. <laughs> Or kind of like they're like, yeah. like like a high. Yeah, that is a little disturbing. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of getting getting ahead of the, the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Spoilers. Like having a name, yeah, having a name, corpse. Oops. Yeah. Not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting you mentioned about Paramount Studios because the uh, one of the the art director from Paramount Studios is the one credited for uh, designing the the Leo the Lion logo. And that was, get this, his name was Lionel S. Rice. <laughs> you could hardly help it. I, I do like this uh, this Satipo and Baranka we see showing up. I only see Satipo. Well, we don't, in UHF, they actually do not get names. They are just officially Aww. labeled as Guide 1 and Guide 2. Hmm. So you can call them whatever you want to because I don't <laughs> like those oh, names. Oh, really? Huh. Well, maybe that's uh, actually a Sapito. Yes, Stupido. Yeah, the evil <laughs> twin right, brother. Right. Stupido, yeah. Stupido. Stupido, yeah. Right, right, right. Stupido. Yeah. Stupido. Well, if this yeah. isn't an Indiana Jones movie, is could this be Forrestal we're watching with the perm? Oh, I'm sure. Forrestal was much better <laughs> looking. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't be Forrestal. No, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, now, did you actually guys, did you guys do actually do some research on the, the location? Because you guys were not far off at all. No, I just guessed. Actually, I do think no. it's it, it does look like Billy's Southern backyard. California. Yeah. <laughs> they they happened? did do most of the shooting of the movie in Tulsa, but uh, they they credit <laughs> these dream sequences as a um, in California the let's see the Vasquez Rocks National Area Park. I'm sorry, oh, Jonathan. Yeah. Oh. It sounded for a moment like you said it was a dream sequence. <laughs> oh, you know I'm pretty sensitive Spoilers. about those sorts of things. So yeah, don't let's get her keep started. that to a minimum, shall we? <laughs> She's going to go on and on and on about how this is somebody's dream. I, I actually was uh, was in, at the Vasquez Rock State Park last weekend. Wow! Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 gorgeous. And if you're anywhere near Los Angeles at all. It's probably, well, depending on traffic, like 45 minutes to uh, nine and a half hours away. <laughs> Did you see any guy with a perm walking around? 
<laughs> I did. Yeah, there's a couple of them. It's it's one of those like uh, vortice places, you know, where they have the vortices, but for guys with perms. <laughs> Strangely. <laughs> All right. So we're not in Tulsa yet, then. No, no. This is this is California slash stage. Presumably, presumably Elstree Studios, <laughs> right? In London. See, it's British. You have to assume. Guide. Well, I don't like how they they name these guides. Um, I guess in this minute, it's not important at all. So maybe we'll bring that up later. Uh, but one is guide number one and guide number two. I don't really like that because they, as we see later on, guide number guide number one is the one that uh, is a little shady. I'd rather have him be number two, but. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. Plus, he's not even guide number one. Is the guy that's in in the the rear of the pack? So I don't like that either. Because you already have perm guy, and then guide two, and then guide one. Doesn't make any sense at all. No. Well, I I feel like uh, there's something, you know, I one of the reasons why I think this could be an Indiana Jones. Uh, movie is that if they're guide number one and guide number two, that's lazy. <laughs> that's just lazy. <laughs> so I recognize that. That's kind of a, an Indiana Jones uh, hallmark. Trademark. <laughs> movie hallmark. Yeah, right there. You go, oh, I could see that. Still still not convinced. Seems to me they could have named them, though. Well, we do have stuff like that in Indiana Jones. We have Fedora, right, for a guy that wears a yeah. hat. Maybe it's just guide number one. That's on his name badge. Yeah. <laughs> if you're guide number two, though, and that's your name badge, you feel bad <laughs> kind of all day, I would say. <laughs> yeah, you're waiting for the promotion. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I did want to, uh, being that this is so closely tied to Indiana Jones, I did kind of go back through the Raiders of the Lost Ark beginning mm-hmm. and did a little, not necessarily shot for shot, but a little side by side, and it is... Uh, it's pretty interesting. I obviously I always knew this was supposed to be Indiana Jones like, but I never realized how much they uh, how much they copied it. And I, you know, it's super low budget, but uh, they do a pretty good job of just the fact that you know the first thing you see of the our hero is uh, you get hero butt, and then you get guides <laughs> one and two. And both both of the guides like face the camera, and our hero butt guide doesn't. So yeah, that, that pretty much matches the very first minute of Raiders. Also, I'm gonna, I, I knew about the hero butt, but I didn't know about the view, the frontal view of the guides. So I'll have to go back and look, and then I get to see the hero butt again. So that's <laughs> that works out for me. <laughs> <laughs> David, are you still here? Oh, weird. Oh, no. Oh, whoa. Oh no, we lost him. Oh dang, he's flatlining. He is, he is flatlining. I thought he was being awfully quiet over there. Yeah. Mm. My apologies. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> He's alive! <laughs> so, as far as uh, um, Guide 1 and Guide 2, if you play this backwards, they're in the right order. Oh, good point. <laughs> I never would have thought of, of doing such a thing. What's the little patch that's on uh, Baranka's <laughs> jacket? It's like a red hawk. Yeah, like a little. Yeah. Well, that's that's a you know the jeep uh, line of vehicles, the uh, the trail rated jeep vehicles that are built a little bit more tough that you're supposed to be able to take off road. They have the um, the red hawk insignia on the back. It's like the trail rated. So this guy is definitely, I would say, ready to 
go off-roading or or be guide number one, as it were. <laughs> ah, ah, so oh, that sure. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we could just call them Jeep, I guess, if we're naming oh, these that's guys. that's better. That's good. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and call guide two Alfred Molina. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Works. <laughs> this is as good a name as any. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I ask questions? Can I yeah, ask, absolutely. Can I, can I, can I ask, uh, so... So this is 1989, and this is a good deal after Raiders. So uh, what was Weird Al up to in between Raiders and this movie? Is this a height of Weird Al's career? Um, This was, well, I would say no, because obviously uh, more recently, I would say this is the right now in our uh, waking lives. This is our his highest point. He's been winning awards and getting a star on the Walk of Fame and all that good stuff. But this was definitely his his peak in the way of he was rising in the 80s and, and doing things, and, and he's one of those guys who just wants to try different things. And so um, he had a lot of momentum, I guess, in the 80s, and, and this was like a branch out. He'd done some – he'd reached into the TV realm a little bit and actually did some, some of that in the 90s also, but uh, – uh, well, he yeah, it hadn't he done the uh, Al TV on MTV as early as like eighty four oh, yeah. or eighty five? Yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. I confess that I lost track of Al's career right around now, right around <laughs> right around eighty nine. <laughs> so actually, oh, really? Weird Al is one of those guys who's had uh, you know several renaissances in his oh, yeah. in his career. I mean, obviously, like well, he 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 started, I believe, was it Doctor Demento? Was it that sort of thing? Yeah, yep. Doctor Demento was. That or was that, uh... I I don't. Oh, okay. I, I think he was somehow involved in that. I'm not sure. But then obviously he had like eat it and all that. And then, uh, but but what's crazy is I worked in a uh, I worked in a, a music store for a while. And when he came out with Amish Paradise, that was on the uh, the music store like Billboard charts. I'm not exaggerating for maybe a year and a half straight. <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like the top fifty. Yeah. yeah. I worked at a Borders and Amish, the Amish Paradise Weird Al, and that was a whole different generation. It was basically sort of like uh, you know, almost the kids of, you know, the the kids or the younger siblings of the ones who who remember him from the eighties. And yeah. then, obviously, in the two thousands, he had White and Nerdy. Yeah, which was he, huge. He, he's again. always he's always had the ability to get me to like songs that I didn't like. I didn't like the original versions, but then <laughs> these are awesome. I was gonna say on the on the flip side of that, um, his stuff. You know, growing up in my household, like things were not st- strict necessarily, but uh, you know, there was a limit to things we could watch or listen to and everything. And mm-hmm. Weird Al was a vehicle into some pop culture stuff that I may not have been able or may not have been allowed to, based uh-huh. on the language in the songs or something like that. But then when oh, Weird sure. Al puts his version out. It's you know it's PG so and it's silly right. Well, right so you can still listen to Gangster's Paradise except it's not Gangster's Paradise <laughs> right that sounds a I'm, great I'm, like a great entree into culture that you're not allowed to otherwise have and there must be other ways right. to do that besides just Weird Al I got to go back and uh, I just uh, it's uh, so that we don't immediately start getting a uh, hate mail um, I got to <laughs> say two things. 
one is that uh, Al was uh, kind of more inspired by Dr. Demento, and uh, Dr. Demento okay. was kind of his... Uh, yeah. yeah. But we're actually going to see Dr. Demento in a split-second cameo much later on in the film, actually. Um, and the other thing I, I really needed to say about that is I really miss Borders a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? When they... It, I, I got fired from Borders, and when they closed... <laughs> You know, I took a picture of myself in front of the store I worked with that was closed, and I said, hey, you know what? I'm surprised! (laughs) 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 So, I'm sorry. It it could be a lovely place to to shop and and listen to music and and all that stuff, but (laughs) they done me wrong. Not if you work there, yeah. But uh, I, I actually know Bermuda Schwartz. So any of you uh, Weird Al fans know Bermuda. Really? really? Wow. Weird Al's drummer. Yeah, I know him. I've known him for, uh, oh, I don't know, about 10 years. He's a great, great guy. And he was explaining, you know, a a little bit about Weird Al's career. And when they go on tour, and they tour, I mean, you know, quite a bit, actually. Weird Al is busy, you know. So, um, and he tours all over the world. And he was saying that they'll, they'll, you know, go out and look into the audience or maybe do like, a, you know, a, a sort of a promo meet and greet thing or whatever. And, and he says it's amazing to see, you know, like two and three generations, like a grandmother, <laughs> a mother and a daughter or, you know, a son or huh. whatever, of all people getting into Weird Al at the concerts. Because his, he's had like a what, like a almost a 40 year career. I'm sorry, the only thing I heard you say was that you know Bermuda Shorts, and then I just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you know what? That's all good. That's all you need to know. I know Bermuda. No, I heard the rest we're of on, it, but that's awesome. <laughs> we're on a first-name basis. No, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. and I mean, that's a testament to Weird Al's uh, longevity, which is rare in music. Do you call him Bermuda, or do you... Call it- is it like is do you call him Francis or <laughs> I, that's a good question i for about the first seven years I've known him, I called him uh, Bermuda, and uh then at some point I was like, oh, maybe I should call him john hmm. i mean, I, I mean he didn't call me Saint Lucia <laughs> so, so, okay I, he always called me Jerry, so I was just like, oh, okay, maybe you know so so did you call him John? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. I do. I call him John. <laughs> and and yes, he responds and, to that? As, as, and he does respond to that, yeah. <laughs> is, that he, his, he actually, is that his name, or you just call him with John and just do it? No, I just call him John. Yeah, I go, hey, what, you know. Name. No, that, that is his name. And that was, like, it was Bermuda Schwartz. Like, you know, Mr. You Schwartz. It, right? Yes, Bermuda Schwartz, which is a, sort of perfect. Uh, of course, that guy would play drums with Weird Al, mm-hmm. and they'd mm-hmm. all be together here doing UHF. That's, <laughs> right. that's the exact type of, that's the flavor of it. <laughs> he, he has a fascinating job, though, because uh, as we were talking about earlier, where, you know, they do parodies of these songs, and the songs will run the gamut in terms of genres. And so he has really one of the hardest jobs as a drummer. His job is to imitate, uh, you know, the tones that you would get on any of these records and any of these songs and any of these uh, albums or parodies that you choose from. So he needs to get the appropriate tone for a polka. Now he has to get the appropriate tone for a Snoop Dogg parody. 
Now he has to get the appropriate tone for like a like a like a Blink One Eighty Two thing. And not so, being a musician, I suppose those are different tones. <laughs> uh, just very guess. different tones. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So he he is a master at that. The talented yeah, Mister Schwartz. Yeah, that's why I I've always been impressed with Weird Al because he. <laughs> You know, I guess in, in some ways somebody might say that he's, his career is just writing on the coattails of all these other artists and stuff like that. But the fact that they, his, you know, Weird Al and his band, that they have to be able to do all of that different stuff. That they, they probably can do a lot more stuff than, than most musicians can do. You know, a lot of musicians are probably, you know, focused and, and doing one thing or one style of thing. And these guys are doing everything. And doing well, it well. Why, uh, the, one of the hardest... Yeah, yeah. One of the hardest bands to be in would be a wedding band because you have to play for three and a half hours, and you have to take it through all the emotions of, you know, the ballad and the father-daughter first dance, and then, hey, everybody, get up out of your seats and put down that salmon. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's time to let's get this party started. Red, red snapper. So we'll say red snapper. Red, that's true. The red snapper. God, Tommy, I'm just going to take this minute to call you out. I hated that you only served fish at your wedding. There was a choice of fish or chicken. <laughs> and, uh, you just chose poorly, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. You know what? I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't treated. You got your bowl well of cereal. Your... You were fine. Yeah, you, I wasn't treated well at your wedding. All was left over was the salmon. Here you go. Shut up. That's what you get. So, but that that my point is, yes, they do. They have to pretty much play almost every style of music when they play live, and that is almost impossible to do. A fantastic musicians. Well, does anybody have any uh, any notes left on minute one? Oh, hey. Uh, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Something's coming what in. Going uh, no. Something's coming in <laughs> over the wire. This just in from <laughs> Tabitha Carlisle. Huh. Is Indiana. <laughs> what? Whoa. Yeah, Tabitha Carlisle, <laughs> wife of Jonathan Carlisle. Who's that? <laughs> is Indiana. Surprise to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is Indiana sneaking through his neighbor's haunted corn maze? <laughs> yeah, did they shoot this in the uh, Indiana cornfields of California? <laughs> Just like E.T. Yes. Like yeah. Or that, that weird E.T. backyard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, I guess the only other thing I have to say about this minute in particular is this is the first and last time that we see that particular um, font that the U eight the uff is is spelled out on the screen in, <laughs> and uh, they changed the the uh, design or the logo uh, for all the marketing stuff and all the trailers and all the box art poster art. But I really like this font on the screen. Is so it? It's kind isn't of sad. that kind of indicative of the the Raiders font that they used at the beginning? Yeah, and not the font. Yeah, but the outline, I guess, or something. Because it because that UHF graphic is different than the other text that they've been using up to this point. Right. Yeah. Did they have? You know to... why they changed it? No, no I don't I... think they had to change it. I think uh, on the commentary, Al says that the marketing department just uh, thought up something better or, or changed directions. Um, I don't think they needed to change it. They just. But what they couldn't do is then go back and spend the money to change it. The title. In the film, so it doesn't match anything else. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, by then, Orion was already banged up. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Right. yeah, yeah. This movie had a, a $5 million budget, so they didn't really, you know, they kind of did things once, and I don't think they really went back to change anything. Their domestic gross is uh, $60 million, so they, they they barely squeaked by 
without losing too much money, at least over time anyway. But uh, 1989 was a not quite like what's a 1984 is that the big year that everybody talks about? Yeah, for movies. Yeah, uh, 89 was uh, maybe not that big, but still pretty big. Like there was the that was the summer of Batman. It came up against some pretty stiff competition. I had no idea Batman was so old. Not that that's old, <laughs> but kind of old. It's kind of old. <laughs> Let's see. I did have uh, uh, so the opening weekend for UHF. They were beat by the fourth week of Karate Kid 3. <laughs> they were beat by the third week of Weekend at Bernie's. And oh, man. Classics. Oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. They, UHF beat the fourth week of Karate Kid 3. Oh. Okay. A little minor correction there. Um, and UHF did lose to the ninth week of Last Crusade. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ninth <laughs> week. Yeah, the ninth week. Well, they, they, the Last Crusade had a little bit better music than this. And, and they had better, like, oh, 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 ah, 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 jungle sounds. They yeah. put a little bit more money towards that, yeah. I think. Well, the, the music was not by John Williams, like you guys had previously thought. But it's funny that they, they went with John Deprez, so they still found a John out there somewhere. <laughs> Apparently nice. not. Maybe John Bermuda Schwartz was like, we got to get a John. So. <laughs> Obviously. John Deprez also went on to do the, uh, the 1990s uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, so. Oh, okay. little shout-out there uh-huh. to TMNT Minute. So, Jonathan, what were we doing in 1989? Because, I, you know, um, you mentioned that this movie opened uh, against Batman, or rather Batman had, was in, I think, week five or something of its release at this point in time. But I distinctly remember going to a birthday party at your house where it was like a Batman-themed birthday party. Uh, and we got yeah, packs of tops, Batman, we didn't, trading cards. We didn't watch UHF. We, we went and watched Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were we doing? I, I look at the films that were uh, in the theater uh, at this time on this weekend, and I saw several of them, and I, I didn't even hear about this movie until a little bit later, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm I reaching into my, my life vault here. I don't remember exactly when I became aware of Weird Al, and even if I was aware of, aware of him at this time, I'm not sure if I knew about this movie. I'm not sure what their marketing was like. And when you're a kid, especially in northern Michigan, like you... You don't necessarily get everything anyway, so curious if it even came up our way. Well, do you remember when you saw it? Oh, boy. I, I don't know. It would, definitely was at home, on home video. Uh, I, I do know that there was a, a family in southern Michigan that lived on a farm. Their name was Wakeman, and we learned a lot of stuff from them, so... It, I guess, I guess it's kind of weird to hear that people, you know, just suburb people in northern Michigan, we went out to the farm to actually learn about pop culture. Um, but, yeah, we that's where we learned all about UHF, and that's where I learned about They Might Be Giants and and uh, a lot of crazy stuff that, that I still hold true to today. So thank you, Wakemans. <laughs> what about you, David? Oh, uh, I, uh, I have a very distinct... Um, uh, memory of watching this for the first time, and I'm I'm hoping to have a guest on in a future minute uh, that introduced me to it. So uh, I'm gonna. That's what they call uh, a teaser. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I to believe uh, that you guys are gonna be hosting the next uh, 618 minutes of this movie? maybe 93 or whatever it is yeah actually it uh if somebody if somebody's using their calculators they they uh they might have a hard time um we are going to do 95 episodes of the movie 
because we are doing 62 seconds at a time. If you did 60 <laughs> seconds at a time, I think it might be like 97 episodes. So so we're gotcha. rounding it down to 95. You guys and, got uh, your work cut out for you. Oh, yeah, it'll be fun. This has uh, been a crazy time here. I'm not sure exactly how to uh, get out of this room. Uh, I think it might have locked behind me, and so we might be stuck in here for a while. That's one of those. Who is it? Who is it? Who is the Doctor Fantabulous's caboose? What Doctor Fantasy? What? It's one of those. <laughs> who was it? Doctor Fantasy oh, and sure. the Magic Caboose. Yeah. That's right. From last week. Also, 1980. Oh. You so go. you're saying we should just uh, drop out the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a ready-made hole. Ready? Three, two, one! Hey! Hey!